News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. In recent weeks, there have been some shocking cases of violence on our streets, uh, with people losing their lives in some incidents. So, is violence on our streets? now getting out of control. Uh, we're joined by uh, Sinead Moore, committee member with Advoc- Advocates for Victims of Homicide. Uh, Sinead, uh, you've had your own experience of trauma. For people who have never gone through something traumatic like this, what is it like for the family? Well, if you imagine how emotionally overwhelming the grieving process is under what we would consider normal circumstances, and then add a psychological trauma on top of that. It makes the grieving process much more complicated. There's an overwhelming sense of stress, pain, heartache. People are feeling unsafe and things are unpredictable. And then there's the added pressure of dealing with media intrusion. They know privacy. There's a constant reminder of what happened. They don't know the rights or understand the system they found themselves in. All this has a prolonged effect on the grieving process and can contribute towards long-term psychological trauma. Now, I I know your family has had your own awful experience of trauma. Can I ask you, is there enough support offered to families, do you think? As it stands... Advic is the only organisation offering services of this kind to the families and friends of homicide victims. Um, And the services Advic provides, they are a huge support, but it's a nationwide services. So there are limited resources. Um, So from an Advic point of view, they do what they can with what they have. But from a government point of view, no, there's not enough support at all. There's not enough awareness. Um, there's no one to link in with families, explain to them what the next few months, the next couple of years is going to be like for them. Okay, uh, thanks. We will leave it there. Sinead Moore, committee member with Advocates for Victims of Homicide. Let's uh, stay with this story now. We're joined by Professor Emeritus with the School of Sociology and Social Policy at Trinity College Dublin, Evelyn Mahan. Evelyn, like violence on our streets, and we're we're talking in generality here, we're not talking about specific cases, but in generality, very complex issue. There does seem to be more violence now and with greater impact now. Um, do we know the reasons for that? Can we, can, we, uh, can we outline some of the reasons for that or is it possible? Well, I mean, I, there, there are a lot of different cases. I mean, most cases when you read about them um, seem to involve uh, certainly an element of alcohol consumption and pubs, visitations and things like that. So I think there is um, a danger and people have been complaining about increasing exposure to violence, say in city centres, even like Galway or Square, for instance, has been often recently in the news that it's kind of become dangerous at night. A lot of people congregate to drink on the streets and around the area. And I think think alcohol consumption um, in public places um, and particularly late night drinking um, 
does seem to be connected with it. Now, it's not, of course, in all cases, and people can drink and assault in their own homes. But I think... um, I, I think there is a slight changes since COVID that there is more support um, for late night drinking, um, for instance, and that then affects um, people's transport system getting home. The taxis won't take people who have drink taken. The public transport system ends, at, you know, after 11. Um, there are very few police. I mean, police, there's a big issue, I think, with public transport and violence and exposure to violence now. And I think the police have asked, been asked to look at the matter. It's very interesting to review maybe some of the intoxicating liquor laws. Um, publicans used to have quite a lot of responsibility and still legally do for giving drinks to people in their uh, bars. It's illegal to give drinks to somebody who's already very intoxicated, for instance. But if people are free to drink in the streets, which they are, there's no legal obstacle to people drinking. I remember like at one stage in drinking in Salt Hill Park, the only charge the police could re- could um, state was litter louting. I mean, it was, you know, that littering the yeah. park with drink cartons. So I think, I do, I do think there needs to be, I mean, I know it's come up now in terms of the police being asked to, con- you know, do a surveillance of transport systems and the reports how they found when they did patrol, there were very little instances. But I do think we need to take the policing, social order, um, and the extended drinking laws all together. Oh, interesting. Just... It's interesting, Evan, though, yeah, and, and uh, that you're you're very much focusing on those issues. So you, it's not you don't think we have changed as a people. You don't think we've become inherently more aggressive. Uh, you you very much think it's factors, societal factors, longer drinking hours, easier access to drink, perhaps easier access to drugs as well, maybe. Well, absolutely. I mean, how many of these people, I mean, it sounds a lot of the gang attacks, certainly, that people march. I'm absolutely convinced that in most cases there's drink and drugs involved in that. And there's also very little surveillance. Now, I did read that when they did, it was very interesting, the police conclusion, when they did a surveillance on last, some Friday in July between something like three o'clock in the afternoon, 11 on the public transport things, they only found about six cases. But I wonder, did they consider whether their presence had an effect on the number of cases that they reported? So I think the police are very reluctant to get involved in what is called, they're really often called kind of civil cases, like an ASBO case, or if you're complaining about somebody harassing you, the police don't want to know that. So if they're not prepared, I think, to look at, say, for instance, safety of people on public transport or in towns or in cities, if they don't think that's their remit, well, maybe we have to look to some other groups to it. I mean, do if you yeah. have pubs open. I'm not sure the guards would necessarily agree with that they would say that's outside their remit. No, well, you see, it's, it's very interesting. I think there needs to be a little bit more detailed research on exactly what police do, what they are competent to do, what they can charge people with, and whether they're interested in that. I really do think that has to be reviewed. Okay. The whole notion of community policing. I was involved actually in police lecturing years ago in Templemore, and there was a big uh, focus at that time on community policing, which has vanished in, completely. And I do think we need. Well, there to are be, community guards uh, in Dublin. Uh, well, they uh, are in theory. Um, the other thing is I noticed they're actually upping their report regarding report system. It's very, very old fashioned. They don't record 
often you report something to a guard the station and they don't even re- record it on a computer, it's on a piece of paper. So I, I really do think there needs to be a very okay. concerted effort right. to look at those kind of civic responsibilities of policing to actually protect people. Now, I'm not, I mean, you know, they do work as a deterrent and certainly you'll find in most cities in Europe, you have, where you have late night cultures and drinking, you have a very active police yeah, on the, okay. uh, on okay. streets. Okay, all right, we do have to leave it there. Uh, uh, Professor uh, Evelyn Mahan, uh, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Uh, apologies for the quality of, of uh, both Sinead and uh, Evelyn's uh, lines there. But uh, interesting uh, discussion. Let us know what you think. 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.